it's Eden on 88.9 The Bridge, and I'm back with my show, Garden of Eden. It's Garden of Eden, and I'm your host. I talk about what I like most. Garden of Eden! (laughs) (laughs) And today I'm trying out a little bit of a different format, and that is going to be storytelling. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm going to be telling a story about a crazy experience I had that had to do with climbing a mountain and some sunburn with my best friend, Kate Frankie. Uh, It should be really fun. Enjoy. It was a dark and stormy night. It was a dark and stormy night, Uh but it wasn't stormy. It was just night, but it makes it sound more dramatic if I say it was dark and stormy. It felt stormy. I was nervous. (laughs) We were all nervous, so that made it feel a little stormy. We were driving up in, was this back when you had the minivan? Yeah. This was back when the, the, what was it called? The something? How old were we? John was... John was eight, eight. eight or nine. Eight or nine, yeah. We'll say that he was eight. Okay. For this yeah. story. And we we had a goal in our heads, and we, we knew that we were set out to accomplish it, and that was to summit Mount St. Helens, a volcano in Washington. <laughs> Ooh. Scary, exciting, <laughs> suspenseful. What's going to happen? Yeah, and on this journey with us, it was Eden and I, and then it was my dad, Philip, my sister, Joy, and my brother, John, who was nine or eight at the time. He was eight. He was eight. Um, <laughs> so it started out with a car right up to the trailhead. So how this works is you, you park at the trailhead, and then you just start your hike basically right from there. Our plan was to park at the trailhead and then begin our hike, and I think maybe the first bit to the trailhead is maybe like three miles, um, and then camp at the tree line. And so that way, the next morning, we wouldn't have to wake up as early and we wouldn't have to do the entire hike in one day. Instead, we'd have to go from the tree line up to the summit and all the way down. It was, in our heads, a pretty foolproof plan. Pretty foolproof, if I say so myself. But then... There's like this climb up to the trailhead that you do by car that's kind of bumpy. It's a little bit, it's a dirt road. It's not super nice. And it was closed because of snowfall, Mm -hmm. I think it was. We didn't look that up on the internet before we went. We just assumed, (laughs) oh, it'll be open. It wasn't. And we ended up having to park uh, at the bottom of the climb to get to the trailhead. Hike three. Three miles. Three miles. An extra three miles up, up to the, the trailhead. To we haven't even trailhead. started the hike yet. We haven't even started. And then we had to camp at the trailhead and do the entire hike in one day. Yep. So we ended up sleeping overnight at the trailhead, and I think we had to wake up at it was 4, like four in the morning. It was 4 a.m. Yeah. I remember it. And we ended up going to bed really late. So when we got up, we were so delirious. We did not know what was happening. <laughs> and we and groggy. Poor old John. Imagine being eight years old and being told, you know what? You don't really want to do it, but you're going to summit a mountain tomorrow. And, <laughs> and we, we dragged him on along with us. I would never have been able to do that at the at the young age of eight ever we had I remember we had some yogurts and they were kind of they were really nice but I was a little nauseous in the morning so I remember having to like force each bite into my mouth it was like you know you know in the morning when you wake up incredibly early like earlier than usual and you find that you're not hungry at all but in this case we had to eat because we had to have some sort of energy created some morning nausea there anyway keep in mind we have not started yet we have not time so the hike begins 
it starts off I would say that the first part was was fairly easy I remember it starting out really strong mm-hmm. and we were just hiking along our hopes were high we were excited it was beautiful it was a great day yeah it like it seemed like it was gonna be blue skies. Yeah, very sunny. Yeah, we which is like a little bit of foreshadowing. It a little was bit of a foreshadowing. Little bit sunny. And you know, we were feeling pretty pretty confident. Nobody was getting too tired. We didn't have to take too many breaks. You know, everything was pretty good. We got past the tree line really smooth, and we actually found ourselves in a cloud. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. the tree line. Everything kind of shifted when we got to the tree line. Uh-huh. It was cool, though, because the tree line is where uh, the type of trees that grow there like doesn't grow anymore because of the elevation or something. Yeah, that, it's too high altitude yeah. for the trees to and grow. And so it, it, it cuts off, and it's like this line that you can see. Mm-hmm. And then it's these vast snow fields. Mm-hmm. And, and rock it, fields, too. And rocks. And you're basically, there were parts where it was like climbing a staircase up these black rocks mm-hmm. among a giant snow field. It was... It was insane. And at the time, we were just thinking in our heads, this is crazy. This mm-hmm. is so cool. This is so fun. Yeah, we were going at it with great tenacity, oh, ready to work. Yes. Um, yeah, I think we made it past our first couple of rock fields. We were feeling good. And we take our first break. Or not our first break, but one of our first breaks on like the snow field. And that was there things started to go a little bit wrong. So the first break was one where... I found out that when Eden, my sister, and I had been feeling strong and confident, my brother had been really struggling. <laughs> we kind of all knew it. We were a little bit ignoring it, thinking, like, maybe if we just don't don't draw attention to it, it's fine. Yeah. But, you know, he was little eight-year-old John going, going up this mountain. But bear in mind, the hikers that we did see were, like, these 45-year-old mm-hmm. men wearing snowshoes and... Yeah, we were all wearing Nikes. Yeah, they, there's things called crampons that you wear when it's, like, icy and snowy. We did not even... I don't even think that we considered bringing that. No. We, we were wearing no coverage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was... Yeah. But carry on about John. So when Eden, Joy, and I were just resting, eating food, my brother and my dad got into this argument, and my dad was like oh, come on, you got this. Like, you're doing so good. And my brother refused to take another step. He said, "He, I have a recording of him crying. <laughs> and he, it was him, it was a recording to my mom where he was going, Glory, I don't want to climb the mountain anymore. <laughs> I remember that. It's on the GoPro. Isn't yeah, it on the it's GoPro? on the GoPro. It's on the GoPro. So it's this, it's his like up close face. Like, <laughs> Glory. And by the way, um, Kate is from um, Belgium. Well, Sweden. She's Sweden. She's yeah. from Sweden, but she lived in Belgium. And when John was little, he moved around a lot, so he has this accent. And so, <laughs> and when he was younger, accent. when he was younger, it was a little bit like more noticeable. Uh-huh. And so he's this little kid going, "Glory, I don't want to be here anymore." <laughs> and then it was, oh, it was so sad. And my dad is pretty stubborn when he wants us to do something. So he was being very like, oh, come on, John, you got this. Um, (laughs) You're an eight-year-old. You can summon a mountain, John. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, Eden, Joy, and I were all just sitting quietly to the side. Just chilling there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Eventually, my dad was able to convince John to keep going with a lot of grumbling and anger from my brother's part um but so we kept going after our break we had a solid couple i don't know maybe hour where we we went pretty strong yeah we we honestly we went pretty strong for mostly the entire time yeah and the problem wasn't that john couldn't do it it's that he didn't really want to be there (laughs) and when you're eight your emotions can kind of get in the way of things (laughs) yeah so 
overall, we were a pretty strong hiking group, especially for how young we were. Yeah. And how we made it, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but we did. Yeah. The one, the one thing that got us, I think... So... Keep in mind, this was a complete whiteout. We were in the cloud the entire time. And so we didn't... Usually when you're hiking, especially when it's all these big summits, you can see the summit. Mm-hmm. We never knew where the, where the summit was. And so every time we reached some sort of plateau, we thought that was the end. <laughs> we kept thinking it was the oh end. Oh, my gosh. And we did that for hours. It was painful. It was just the, our poor planning made it so we just didn't really know where we were like, we go up and that's what we do. We just keep going up. <laughs> You'll find the end at some point. And- I remember the end, the very end before the summit uh-huh. was like this really, I remember it being really steep uh-huh. and I remember there were two other people mm-hmm. hiking up at the same time and they were both wearing snowshoes and I remember them like looking They're at us like crampons. they were or crampons Yeah. and I remember them looking at us like we were literally in, insane because we were <laughs> sliding we so around in our we Nikes. Sliding around. We had no snowshoes, no protection. He had like hiking poles, crampons, um, snow pants, like <laughs> And, and I think that he, I didn't know if he was impressed, confused, <laughs> worried. Yeah, yeah. Worried. <laughs> but we were super lucky to have seen those guys coming up because we didn't know that it was the summit. And something about Mine St. Helens is that it's a big erupted volcano with a crater. And if we hadn't, it, we like, again, it was a complete whiteout. So if we hadn't known that it was the summit, we could have very likely walked into the crater (laughs) and we Um, wouldn't be here to tell the story yeah exactly i forget what it's called a a crevasse i'm not sure we can say crevasse i think so um which is basically just this overpiled snow on um any like cliff or crater and it kind of becomes this big cliff of snow but with extra added weight, it can fall. And so we could have stood on this crevasse without knowing. Yeah, you can't tell. When you're on the massive ones that hang over these huge cliffs, you can't tell. Yeah. Which is why they're so dangerous. So that was an obstacle that it, we didn't have to face. Yeah. Luckily. Luckily. But we haven't even mentioned our biggest... Our fatal um, flaw. Our fatal flaw. <laughs> the, the thing that made this trip the most memorable, I would yes. say. So we get to the top. And do you want to say, like, what do we see at the yeah, top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we get to the top, um, again, not really knowing that it was the top besides these men, because it was a complete whiteout. We didn't see anything. There was no view. We just kind of saw, like... Um, the snow maybe 10 feet ahead of us, um, Mm -hmm. and these men. And one of the first things we see these men doing is putting on sunscreen. This is when I start thinking to myself, huh, is there sun right now? Because it didn't, it, it, we felt very, very warm, but we could not see any sun. It was like that type of thing when you look up at complete clouds and you see one little circle in the sky where the sun is, but it's not shining through. And so, I mean... I don't know about you, but when when I was 12, I was thinking, those idiots, there's no sun. Do you really think I'm about to apply sunscreen just in in case the sun comes out? Like, no. Like, it probably won't even come out anyway. Yeah. So this was my thought process. (laughs) Um... I, I went up to my dad and I was like, hey, why are they putting on sunscreen? Like, there's no sun. And my dad, he's can be kind of, uh, let's see... 
kind of not childish, but he doesn't make the smartest decisions sometimes. sometimes. Unprepared. Yeah, he's kind of unprepared. He really likes trying new things, but he can be a bit unprepared. But it makes it more fun all Exactly. Usually for the better, not maybe this case. Um, (laughs) And so he also has less burnt, like his skin is less prone to burning than mine and Eden's and just the rest of us. And here's another thing. Mm -hmm. Philip wore a scarf on his head. Mm Mm-hmm. And John, he was so upset the entire time. His hood was up. His sunglasses were on. There are photos. His hat was below his eyes. There are photos literally of him curled up in a ball with his head between his knees. (laughs) So both of them had that that form of protection. Us, on the other hand, not at all. Other than my sunglasses, I had nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we started to, we, you know, we, we questioned it for a few minutes and then we disregarded, kind of forgot about it also because we didn't bring sunscreen. So what were we supposed to do? And we start heading back down and the down trip was pretty fun. We tried to, we tried to do this thing called glissading, which is like basically going on a slide. It's like sledding. Yeah, we like brought sledding. trash bags yeah. to sled down, kind of. Yeah, we did. We bring pickaxes on that one. No, no. Okay. Um, we just brought trash bags and we tried sliding down. We ended up just getting absolutely drenched, but it was really fun. So that was that was definitely good. Having a blast, you know. I mean, once we got lower, the lower we got, the more we could see. So yeah. it was it was honestly one of those beautiful things that I've ever seen. Yeah, and I had never seen. You can't even describe what the view is like. So the d- way down, awesome, but absolutely but, awesome. But the, I guess that this this um mistake bites us in the butt again because when we finish, we have to hike three miles back down to our car. Yeah. Um, racking on an extra total six miles to our entire so we're thing. we're already after we'd summited a huge mountain. hike. Yeah, after we'd summited a mountain, exactly. So that part was was quite oh, unfortunate. It was terrible. It, that, I remember that stretch being really hard for everybody. Yeah, and it, we were also we weren't walking on a pretty road. We were walking on a road that cars drive up. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, usually ca- cars would be going up to the trailhead, but at this point, because the s- the snow had fallen, it was just a snow filled road. It was so boring. <laughs> it was, and so we got to the car and we were we were quite drained, <laughs> probably a bit snappy at each other. <laughs> we were very hungry. We were like very proud and very accomplished, but we were also exhausted. Yeah, and yeah. and we we felt more proud later on. But yeah, so we we get in the car and the one thing on our minds is food. <laughs> yeah, and. The drive to Mount St. Helens is one of those drives that's just completely in the middle of nowhere, and you go through these, like, small little scattered towns mm-hmm. where there's, like, strip malls with some fast food, and I think it was, like, the the first place we saw <laughs> was a subway. It was, like, the first town out, and we were like, subway sounds like the best <laughs> thing in the entire world. Like, there's no better option. <laughs> Absolutely no better option. Yeah, we ended up at subway, and we walk in, and... And the first thing that happens, the guy making our sandwiches goes, hey, you've been in the sun, haven't you? <laughs> we were just kind of like, ha ha, ha ha. Like because thinking we, we just look blush or something. Yeah. And we had just done a, a hard hike and oftentimes you look kind of like, yeah. disoriented. I don't know. Yeah. In this subway, there was this mirrored wall and we were all just kind of looking at ourselves in the mirror being like, hmm. <laughs> I look incredibly red. But this was at the same time as the sun was going down. So we saw that we were really red, but it was also like golden hour kind of. So it wasn't, it It was like the first, like, something's a little off. <laughs> but but we weren't alarmed or anything. And then once we were aware, so at this point we knew we got sunburned. Uh-huh. We just didn't know the extent. 
But at this point, we kind of started burning a little bit. I remember in the car, my skin started burning really bad. Yeah, my face felt like it was on fire. And and it was like the type of thing where when you touched your skin, it was literally hot. Yeah. And then the aftermath. The <laughs> aftermath. So the drive to Mount St. Helens, I, it was definitely a couple hours. And so we were we were driving and we were all feeling our faces. We knew we had been significantly burned. Um, but we were trying to play it off just because we had nothing to compare it to and we were all red. Mm-hmm. Um, except John. Actually, yeah, except for John. <laughs> John didn't have anything. Yeah, because he sat with his with his hat on over his eyes the entire time. Um, so he was lucky. Um, but even Joy and I, we were incredibly red. Um, and so we get back and my mom didn't come with because she had a knee injury at the time. And she walks out of the house and she... Like her jaw drops. And she at is this point, we're separate. Appalled. Like I, I have been dropped off at oh, my yeah, house. Oh yeah, you'll have to so see I how your parents there. reacted. My mom was absolutely appalled. Joy's face had begun to swell a little bit, and my face was just more red than a tomato, if that's even possible. <laughs> and she starts yelling at my dad for not putting on sunscreen <laughs> and not even bringing sunscreen, just because she thought it was incredibly irresponsible. But then she also told us that we'd brought it on ourselves and we were going to have to feel the consequences just because of the pain that we were putting ourselves through. (laughs) I feel like Glory, Kate's mom, knew. Uh She knew that we were going to face some pain. Yeah, definitely. Did we even mention that the big thing is that the sun reflects off of the snow? Mm -hmm. We didn't even say that. Sun reflects off of the snow, and mm-hmm. oftentimes when you're hiking, it's so many times more likely to get burned. When you're skiing, you're supposed to wear sunscreen. Because you're getting the sun from just the sky, and you're also getting the sun that's reflecting off the snow. So, um, like, from all angles, you're you're being Right. I was, bun- sun. I was sunburned also on my neck and under my chin. The the days that followed, actually, for, for me, it was actually weeks. So, the <laughs> problem, I think that this wasn't quite as bad for Kate. No, it wasn't. Is that I blistered so bad. Kate Kate turned super red and her entire face peeled off. <laughs> Mine, so I remember waking up the next morning and the that night was really hard. I was on fire. I was it was mm-hmm. painful and every time like you can't put your cheek on your pillow because it hurt so bad. And I remember I went to school and it was so hard for me to go to school because I looked so ridiculous. So the blisters hadn't quite started appearing yet, but my face was going more in a brown direction yeah, rather was. than a red direction. But not in like the cute brown tan. No, like. not not cute brown tan. It was it, I looked like a leather handbag. Yeah. And I was in my science class and I noticed this like weird welt kind of on my cheek and I went up and I asked my teacher and he was like, "Oh, that's a blister." And I remember, like, wanting to cry because I was like, oh, I have a blister on my cheek because I was like, it's going to scar, it's going to it's gonna pop, it's right? going to bleed, people are going to think it's so gross. Oh. I, it was absolute panic. And meanwhile, Joy and I had convinced my mom to stay home from school. <laughs> so I was laying in my bed with green tea bags on my face because I had looked up online, like, fastest way to heal a sunburn. Um, meanwhile, I was being humiliated at middle Eden, school. Poor Eden was getting all of the attention she didn't want in middle school. It was like people people would lock eyes on my face and follow me as I like walked past uh-huh. them. And, and so many people asked me what was wrong. Uh, I got sent out of class by one of my teachers. 
because she was to like, nurse, you got right? to go to the nurse. And I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> Which made me really make, made me feel better because I felt bad for skipping school. But it seems like you really were told by people to not go to school. Yeah. It wasn't only that day. It, it actually got worse. Um, it, it got way less painful. But my face had to kind of go through the cycle of blistering really bad. I got <laughs> blisters along my lip line between my eyebrows and then one big one on my cheek. It was probably the size of like a dollar coin. <laughs> it was really big. Oh. I definitely learned that I should wear sunscreen <laughs> in ways that I never thought that I could. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not kidding. Like sometimes sometimes we can reflect back and we'll be like, remember that time we got to wear sunscreen, got to wear sunscreen. <laughs> exactly. So PSA to all of you listening. Even when you're in Seattle and you don't think that you're going to get burnt, you might. Exactly. <laughs> you you put never know. Put sunscreen on. Moral of the story is to put sunscreen on and that sun reflects off of the snow. <laughs> and also, if you're going to summit a mountain, maybe prepare a little bit more than us. <laughs> Maybe uh, bring sunscreen, don't wear Nikes, check the trails beforehand. Uh, Don't drag an eight-year-old along who doesn't want to come, but I'm sure he's glad he went now. So I think that's our story. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was as wild for all of the listeners as it was for us to to revisit it. It's always fun for us to look back on that. It really is. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say, Kate? Nope. I thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, <laughs> it's been so fun to rehash the past. <laughs> yes. So this has been Eden and Kate um, on Garden of Eden, my show on 88.9 The Bridge. You can listen to me every Saturday at 10 a.m. So this is it. Um, thank you for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day.